what's up? What's up? What's up? It's another episode of Off the Rip. What's up, man? It's, it's, it's your host with the mostest. They call me D. You know what I'm saying? D Block. What's up? Detroit, baby. What up? Anyways, I'm also on here Detroit. with this dude named Shiz. What's up, Shiz? What's going on, bro? I got my boy Reem with me. What's up, Reem? What up, what up, what up? Yo, my man Mook, not Moak, Mook, murder <laughs> Mook. Matter of fact, what's up? What's good with you? Nothing in common. Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL. We'll get to our Super Bowl predictions later, but unfortunately, there's a there's another story in the NFL that's been happening, or has been uh, unfolding this week. Crank, uh, can you uh, let the listeners know what that is? Yeah, so I think it was, I saw the story middle of last week. Um, it was the offensive lineman, Chad Wheeler is his name. A story came out um, about him and a kind of detailed um, report of uh, domestic violence between him and uh, a girlfriend, or was it his wife? I think it was his girlfriend. Yeah, I think a girlfriend. Yeah. And so it was It was interesting. And before I even get into the story, what was interesting to me is just that interesting to me was the fact that it kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, the reason why it was, it, it was brought up um, and just the fact that you hadn't heard anything about it until some smaller news accounts started reporting on it and then it started to become a bigger issue because people start saying why is this person still in the league why do you still have a contract this and that and then just as of this week I saw I started seeing comparisons to um, Ray Rice to Tyreek Hill to Kareem Hunt to some of these other players that have had domestic violence issues and um, Peterson. saw very swift penalties and repercussions for what they did um, so it, it was an interesting thing, but to, to get into him, um, uh, I suppose the, and, and there's now an article on CNN. So that kind of tells you like how big it is right now is that, uh, a pretty large media news network is, um, writing a story about him, but there's a report of a domestic violence, um, between him and his girlfriend, uh, his that led her black too. Yeah. she's black. She's black. She's Is black. She black. Yeah, she's black. I've seen the picture. I saw the photos. I tell no. Okay. So, and I think the photos were what of her in the hospital, right? Yeah. There was like a. It was like kind of. It was like, like a, a photo, photo of her on IG, and then a photo of her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But Kareem, before I have a question right. for you. Before I don't know if the article you're looking at says it or not. I was wondering if if it did tell you whether. CNN picked it up. Like, how long ago did this incident occur? Do we know that? Uh, Even though it's getting national recognition now, like, I'm, from what I'm hearing you say, is like it was a story beforehand. I think he posted. My understanding. Okay. I think he posted bail January twenty yeah. second. Was this, this like happened that? a little bit ago, okay. and then more recently, it actually started to get attention uh, because of of her posting of the image and of. Like I said, other accounts kind of started to bring attention. Okay, to so she okay, there about. we go. So she posted the image, and then that's probably what sparked. 
But even still, can, that's can a we long also, time. We, that's a long time where right. the story is not being talked about, like can you we, said. Can, can we also talk about that? Um, Because I, I know even in the article, too, I was reading that she mentioned that he's been, I, I think he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And the way the media uses that was just kind of like they were using that as an out, kind of like yeah. when, you know, uh, you know what? Fuck it. This is off the rip. You know, when a white kid commits murder, he is a good kid who did a terrible thing. And I felt like they used the mental health thing. And I'm all for raising awareness for mental health, but I felt like they're using this kind of as like a safety blanket. Well, we're just going to plea for, we're going to plea insanity here and just keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, and that's the frustrating piece. And shout out to Des Bryant, though, because he took to Twitter and said, yo, Chad Wheeler, if I see you, bro, it's on site. Like, it's me and you. Because, you know, we talk about the Ray Rice piece. I mean, that, you know, Ray Rice's situation was on video. Like, yeah. not knocking what he did, that was bad, right? But when you look at the article and you look at the photos that his girlfriend posted, she had a dislocated elbow. He strangled her twice. He's an offensive line. Strang- he strangled her twice <clears throat> and then was amazed that she survived death. But yet, when I look on Twitter, because I'm, I'm looking at what Des Bryant said, you got certain people that said, Jesus Christ, he's bipolar. Like, give him a break. Like, what, what what's wrong with yeah. that picture? Shiz, you bring up a great point about how, depending on your race and ethnicity, uh, certain things get brought up first. Your mental health gets brought up first if you are of a certain background and your any criminal criminal history or problems you've had get brought up if you're from another background. You know, and this is an example of this guy uh, who, and one for me, it's tough to imagine this is the first incident. If this has happened, I would have to think there's been other situations that have happened similar to this or it's gotten close to this point. Um, and like you said, he's well aware of, of his condition mm-hmm. and, and the fact that this happened and it took the steps that this woman had to take to bring attention to it, you know, speaks to the, the large issue at hand um, and how we choose to view things like this. And, and shame on the media, shame on ESPN, who that's their job to cover sports, whether if it's on the field or things off the field, that's something that you need to bring to light. But then again, the media caters to stereotypes. They're the ones viewing out different stereotypes and who does what, you know, you got a black man who does something, you know, it's easier for certain viewers to ignore that he has come from a violent upbringing the circumstances that he lives in projected him to do x y and z but yet a white dude commits a similar crime he had a mental health disorder or he was diagnosed with something give him a break but there was instances that she um displayed in the article because i guess he was off his pills for some time and he had some manic episodes. And I know, Kareem, you got a master's in this. I only got an undergrad in this. But you could talk about what manic episodes are, right? He was having manic episodes. He was acting erratic towards her. So this was a this was a pattern, right? This was going to happen. And he wasn't taking his meds, right? So, I mean, this was 
something that blew up, but yet the media did everything in their power to not shine a light on this. And the thing, the thing I really want to say is if I want to, I want to compare it to another situation. So a few years ago, I want to say it's maybe 2018 NFL draft, right? Watching the NFL draft, it was the first round, right? So the Titans are up and they go make a pick. They pick a defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons, out of Mississippi State. He had an incident where he beat up a woman and he was in his senior year of high school. Think about that. So a senior year of high school on national television, they played the video of him beating this woman up. Cause it was like, I guess his sister and this woman got into a fight. He somehow got involved and then him and his sister both beat this woman up. But think about how they play that when this man, mind you, this is three years after it's happened. He's, you know, did what he's had to do. He's, they said like his coaches have came out and said he was a stand-up individual. Now he's far past where he was. He's apologized for that incident. But do you think about that on his draft night, you know, when they're supposed to be showing highlights of, you know, highlighting what he does or saying, you know, what he doesn't do right on a football field. And they show that on ESPN. So it shows you the two different balance of this. If they haven't even covered this, but on somebody's highest night, the highest possible, the best thing that could possibly happen to you up until that point in your life. And they decide to show something that happened to you when you were in, in high school still. And then you look at somebody like, like, um, you know, Kareem Hunt, where they, we made, they made sure that video was out there, the whole incident. Okay. They made sure everybody saw him kick this woman or when Joe Mixon was going to the draft. They made sure everybody saw that video of him hitting that girl in the bar. And they made, like, they made, they remind you of it. But in an incident like this, they really just, you know, grazed right past it, like, it, as if it didn't happen. And outside of us being on Twitter and Facebook and seeing people talk about it, chances are we may have never heard about this incident. And this dude would still be, he's still employed right now. He still has an NFL job. Ray Rice hasn't touched a football field since that incident happened. Well, Ray Rice is still currently of, with his wife. Right. And just as of, I think, either yesterday or two days ago, the Seahawks did uh, did release him from his contract. So there was another report where players um, voiced their frustration that there was nothing being done about Chad Wheeler once these first reports started to happen. And so this one story was saying that you know, there was beliefs that the team was just going to let his contract expire and then move on from him. And so players were upset that he wasn't immediately released, that he wasn't immediately put on the, the NFL's exempt list, um, things that have been done to Antonio Brown, to these other players before. And so I think that, again, shows you that the Seahawks didn't even take action until this became a national uh, news story. And then they said, oh, we need to release him. Oh, we need to really uh, um, put out this statement about domestic violence. And they put out this statement saying if anybody is um, in danger and needs support, you know, this is the hotline, this is the number, but it's all uh, reactionary after, after the case. When they knew about this as soon as it happened and they waited to say something and do something until it became a national news story and until he, you know, uh, got arraigned, until he was actually uh, charged with, with assault or... Um, Whatever, whatever the charge actually is. But again, it goes to show like, you know, depending on who it is, depending on, 
on where it's done, you know, people have a certain way of going about this. Not just that, Kareem, but depending on who it's done to. Very very much so. We have it being done to a black woman. And I can't help but think that's part of the reason why the reaction has been so slow so far, unfortunately. Yeah. I I personally don't think it's a great look for the Seahawks. I don't think it's a great look for the NFL. You know, like at this point, they should be on top of this stuff. Like they've they've tried to make examples of people, but yet they still choose who they're going to make an example of. Exactly. And and that's exactly what it is. It's funny how things just tend to manifest manifest itself or show or or you get the same message through and you know something like the NFL. You know, Ray Rice getting like Moose said, not touching the football ever again. And like I said, not excusing anything that he's did, but I feel like him and his wife have gone to marriage counseling. He's he, he's he's doing things to you know what I mean, but. Fuck that, bro. Mike Vick was in prison. Yeah. 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 Mike Vick to this day, to this day, they still treat him. He's a like as if he can like, obviously, I'm not defending anything Michael Vick has done, anything with his with um, the dog fighting. But he's came out. He's stood against it. He's done plenty of things to try to get to get himself as far as possible from that. He's talked in prisons about you know, what he did and the wrongs he made in community centers. He's done his part. Obviously he can do as much as he's done. And the NFL, then the NFL community still has not forgiven him for it. Like, for example, he was named um, the Pro Bowl um, honorary captain last year in the NFL. I think at one point the NFL had talked about not allowing him to do it because of the backlash they were getting from it. And it's like, at this point, like, if you're never going to let that down, like, like if you're never going to forgive him what he did, obviously he, he can't excuse what he did. He's I, I felt he served his time. He's done his, 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 he's had to take his marks and he's moved on and done amazing things after that whole incident. Yeah. No. And I think with Chad Wheeler too, I feel like it's something for me where, you know, the, the bipolar diagnosis or whatever his mental health situation is, it, it maybe helps to um, shed some light on why this happened, but it doesn't give it, it doesn't, it's not an excuse and it shouldn't change the fact of what's happened. So like, does he, does he have a mental health issue that maybe could have been part of the reason why this happened? Yes, but that doesn't excuse why it happened. It doesn't excuse why he reportedly stopped taking his medications or why he hasn't been seeking more support. So right. like that's not an excuse and for the NFL or any news story to try and peddle that out as a as a reason why this happened is disrespectful to the victim or the survivor. It's disrespectful to the mental health community for people that have that diagnosis and deal with that on a daily basis and take care of themselves. It's just like there's there's so many things that are fucked up with that 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 just piss me off the way the NFL and news media have handled that story. Maybe I don't know, but like n- the, a lot of D, you said that there were players, or so who said that there were players that like within the Seattle Seahawks camp that came forward and said, "Yo, we're not cool with the way you guys are handling this." There was players within the, within the league. Um, oh, okay, there were players that they're not happy with Seattle. Okay, uh, and how they handled it. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing too is you know I wouldn't be surprised. Teammates probably knew about his condition. Teammates probably knew about either how unstable he might've been or just, you know, how his general health was. You got to think about, you know, who are the supports in, in him and his ex-girlfriends or girlfriends, uh, 
lives right. that were there to, to help again not to place blame but you want to know you know who's around to support these people right yeah man and, and then just on a, a larger level it's just like man the nfl cannot escape this domestic violence problem um it's like they they can't it runs rampant through the league and it's like what what when if if when if ever well, will it be enough and they'll decide to fix it? You know, because uh, clearly they allow for they they foster the environment for it to happen. Um, it's like too many times now, maybe because it's a smaller sample size, but and they're famous. So that's why we see it more and yeah. maybe we feel it more. But it, I don't. The, I don't see the, the same sort of stories coming out from other NBA. leagues. So, yeah. But as bad as it sounds, I think a lot of it has to do with just the nature of the game. I think so too. Because you have to remember, like a lot of these guys, as bad as it sounds, are mentally, you know, to get to that level, the amount of strain that you put on your body to get there. A lot of these guys, you know, I don't, I don't know how, what the the steroid numbers or or thing like that, you know in the NFL is, but, you know, we're dealing with guys that have a lot of head injuries to, just to get to that point in their life. You know, a lot of it's a lot of mental makeup. It's just a very strenuous game. It's a very anger-based game. And to get to where they had to get to, a lot of this negative energy had to be used to get on this field. And I don't want to use that as an excuse for why some of them act like that, because obviously it's not an excuse. But a lot of it's just mental makeup at this point. They're they're built this way at this point now. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with that. I think you probably if you look at like a lot of NFL players, you could probably say a lot of them have been through traumatic experiences, and the, those have probably helped them to get to where they are because they've had to grow up much faster. They've had to deal with shit. But it also means that they you know they have trauma and they have things they're dealing with. And the NFL is aware of this. The NFL knows and does extensive, extensive testing and assessments on these players before they get into the league. So they're aware of all of their players, all of their mental health diagnoses and, and everything that they're dealing with. So again, for them to still be reacting to stuff like this instead of being proactive and having plans and having supports and uh, education in place, it, like D said, it just speaks to the NFL can't catch a break but they just can't figure it out you know like it this this isn't something that should still be being discussed how to handle this stuff they should have a plan in place supports and a plan in place to deal with things like this and and it shouldn't even be a question uh of how to do it you know there there should be a pretty swift and you and and simple way to get this taken care of and then once the legal stuff happens then you can kind of figure out oh okay this person's been cleared okay you can come back oh this person hasn't been cleared you know but like it to to have, I don't know. I was just I was gonna play devil's I was gonna play devil's advocate because I was gonna be like, you talk about clearance and stuff. I said Aaron Hernandez was out here bodying people while getting <laughs> right, touchdowns. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's well, out here. He had a couple of bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I mean that's. I mean that's even he had yeah CTE in his head. Yeah. Yeah. Well-staged event. I mean, but well, I mean, correct I mean, me if I'm wrong, but that's something this that dude you has can't CTE assess too. until people until people die, though, right? Like, but I think it's like we can see it. I think we can see it. 
Yeah. There's early mm-hmm. warning also, signs. Speaking yeah. on speaking on Aaron Hernandez too, it's also worth noting that Aaron Hernandez is one of the youngest players in NFL history. Like I want to say he was he got into the NFL at probably I want to say it was something crazy like 19 or something like that. He played his first professional game because I guess he started school early. But like you have to think like at 19 years old, your body's still developing to have such a big pounding on 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 your head at such a young age. Let has alone to, your, your brain isn't fully developed until you're like 25 or 26. Exactly. So that's a lot of obviously, like I said, not defending anything Aaron Hernandez has done. But also, I think the NFL needs to take accountability in, you know, there has to be some sort of, of therapy or something like that for a lot of these players. Because right now, like pretty much from what you hear about the NFL players, they just feed you a bunch of pills and like, okay, that's how we're going to fix the problem. They're not really doing anything to, seems like they're not really doing anything to help these players. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like it's a multi-billion dollar like company, right? Yeah. So I mean, it, it's kind it's kind of like capitalism. Like, yo, I'm just these 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 dudes, these these are like low tier dudes, and they're crash dummies. Once they're done, you know, I got the money that I needed out of them. If they can't, if they can't help me out, then it's just on to the next upcoming kid. Or you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm going on a rant, but I don't know. Nah, you're right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's just a fucked up situation. It sucks that people have to go through this stuff. You know, I feel for, um, you know, for that woman that has to deal with this and, and then everything else that comes with it afterwards. Um, it, it just sucks to see that people still have to deal with this stuff and that there's not as many supports, you know, available as we might like to think there is. So I, I think my, my hope is that the NFL takes this, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up and then we'll have the break before, you know, next season starts. The NFL needs to take this and really use this time to figure out, you know, how to better um, their platform, how to better their uh, their entertainment service. That's what it is. But they need to figure out if they're going to do this, they need to have a better way of taking care of their players and the players' families. Um, cause it's like every year we see something like this and it, it's not to say that it's not ever going to happen again, but you know, they need to have more set and consistent ways to handle and, and manage this kind of stuff and, and way more support than what they're offering now. Yeah. Word. Well, I think that, that that's a good way to close up that topic. Um, yeah, hold on, hold on. That's a edit point right there. Edgar. That's a segment. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, Fucker. Fuck. 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 Fuck.